trenches, in the trench, in the trenches, in the trench, in the trench, in the trenches, in the trenches, in the trenches, in the trench, in the trench, in the trenches. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Jewels from the Trenches podcast. I'm your host, Diamond Destiny, also known as Diamond of Faith. I have a wonderful guest with me here today, my sister in Christ. Takia Hassan. You can go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> hey everyone. Yeah, as Diamond said, my name is Takia Hassan. Um, we actually hooked up through a podcast that we did on um, that I run right now, my testimony podcast. And so I've been doing that just over a year and a half. Started it doing COVID um, and been loving it ever since. So yeah, that's what I do on the side. And she has a lot of episodes, y'all. Y'all should check out her podcast. It's called My Testimony Podcast, and she is working. I told her when I was at her podcast, she is moving. She is really working for the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, trying to get get the testimonies out for sure. So getting into our episode, this is Defining Healthy Part 2. So if you guys haven't checked out Part 1, it was just on the definition of healthy. So you guys want to go and check that out first. Um, We covered being wholesome, uh, being healthy isn't just one thing of being physically fit, but also fit in the mind. What are we thinking about? Fit in the spirit. What are we acting like? What is the fruit of our spirit? And so we also went into being solitary. Um, How do we measure how healthy we are? It's by our giving. Are we in a state to give? And if so, um, how often? And what, what kind of heart are we giving with? So in this episode, I want to go ahead and uh, cover the other side of healthy. So that would be more of how do we know that we're healthy, but also how do we uh, make sure that we stay healthy? And if we're not healthy, how do we get there? So I would like to start off by saying that with the health that we have, it comes with a foundation. So we already said that, uh, being healthy isn't just in the body, but in the mind. So what is the foundation? I think our beliefs start uh, with our, our health starts with our beliefs. Would you agree with that statement? Most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. And I think just in our beliefs in, in Christ um, as a foundation, but then also what does Christ say about us, like who we are, but that is like key foundation because without that, I think we can just be searching, searching and living life searching without really like having a clear defined path that we're walking on. And then I know for myself, I've been in places where, you know, I've, I've, um, didn't have direction and not only was I unhealthy just in who I am, but everything from that place and what I ate and everything like that kind of trickled down from that state of not knowing who I was. I agree. I definitely agree. I I remember in last episode, I used an example. I said I had a friend. um, They recognized that they were in that unhealthy state. So I remember saying to this friend, you should open up to me. Um, We should talk more, da, 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 da. And they were saying, look, (laughs) I have been uh, treated harshly by my past friends. Um, I just don't feel in a state to give. I don't feel like, no, I don't, you know, da, 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 da. So this started with a belief. I'm going back to that example because this starts from the belief that if I do this again, if I open up again, then I'll get hurt again. And so with that example, we can see that 
um, if we want to move toward a healthy mindset, it's not that you can't be down. It's not that you can't have moments where you, you know, don't feel 100%. But if we're going to move forward, we have to let that only be for a moment. And we have to change our thinking in order to go forward. So do you yeah. have any examples uh, like that in your life or with friends or family or anything like that that you can relate to? Yeah, I mean, that example I think you gave is is like one that applies to every human being because we've all been hurt by someone at some point at doing something. And it's always that fear that exists. Like, if I do this again, will the hurt continue, you know? Um, and for me, in those places where I felt that, even with friends and family both, I had to believe, like, for me, in the power of God to heal me for me to be able to step forward again and start trust, trusting people. Because if I didn't believe, and if the Lord didn't teach me, he is able to heal my heart, um, then I would not trust people anymore because I would just be afraid, you know, and, and thinking that the hurt is just going to continue to pile up. So in those states where I have been, like with my friends, like, okay, y'all did this one time, y'all, you know what I mean? Like, you ain't gonna do this again. Like, <laughs> And so the Lord had to show me through scripture that, he is the restorer. He is the healer. You know, he's a deliverer and he's the one who actually knows how to restore my heart. Um, and he's very aware of the hurt because before I wasn't, I didn't have the understanding that God was aware of the hurt and cared about it enough to want to heal my heart. Um, but once all of that understanding kind of came about, then I started to step out more and just say, okay, let me open up more. Let me let me share with more people. Let me seek help in the areas that I need help by being vulnerable in these places um, where I once have experienced hurt. But um, for me, it was really kind of understanding who God is in that place that allowed me the freedom to be a little bit more um, vulnerable with people and just expressing myself. I love that. Yeah, that is so true. It's just like you said, a lot of people experience that. So it's not just us. <laughs> Everyone can relate to that at some point in their life. And um, that's funny you say that because this past week, I've been going through it. I've been feeling like I don't feel like talking to people. I'm good. I'm just going to be in my own little zone doing my Bible study, whatever, whatever. Um, but God, the whole time was sending me people, giving me encouragement, um, just saying things like, hey, you know, God sees you. He understands what you're going through. It's not just you and he's got your back. And another thing that I like about what you said, you realize that you had to go to God for that healing. So when we talk about healing, um, there's work that we can do on our ends, but it's also just acknowledging God because God is the one who is giving you that information. He's giving you the things that you need to heal. Um, and also, like you said, he's not going to lead you astray. If he's called someone into your life to talk to a friend, a family member, someone that you're close to, it is for your healing and it is for your betterment. Yeah. And one thing I would say about that, that I had to kind of like learn for myself, um, that kind of, I think it's part of my personality at the same time, because I don't like being in places that I call stuck. You know, like, I feel like That's I'm weird. here in this place is like, it's very dangerous. So my mind is saying, get out, get out, get out now, you know, and yeah. I had to kind of learn that it is okay at the same time to be in those places, not, not to say to stay there, but it's okay right. that I'm hurt. It's okay. It doesn't mean that my life is over, you know, so not putting so much pressure on myself in those weak areas just to, to try to overcome on my own strength and immediately because I think it's just a, 
a bad thing to be hurt or, or a bad thing to be, you know, disappointed, or, you know, those kind of things. And so, um, yeah, I just want to encourage people in that it's okay. It's okay to go through difficulties in life. It doesn't mean that our life is over, you know. And I like that you emphasize that point because as Christians, I know sometimes, you know, people think of us as like the happy, jolly little culty psycho people. No, <laughs> we have a God that we love and that we trust, but we go through things, okay? Right. So if we smile, you know, we praise them through the storms, but that does not mean we're always walking around like this. Right. That, does not, <laughs> that does not mean that we don't feel pain. <laughs> that does not mean when we get hurt, we're just going to be like, oh, well, like, oh, well, my house blew up. <laughs> you know, no, we're not doing that. So when you feel pain, that is natural. That is something that God has given us. <laughs> that is if, that is realistic. So yeah. I love that you brought that up because that's something that I do want to emphasize as well. Um, when you go through things, it is okay to be there, but just don't stay there. Yeah. Um, and everyone's timeline looks different. I know some people, they can go through things and just get over it. The next day you're like, what happened? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and other people, it's going to take some more time. Um, I'm not going to say how long because it's different for everyone, but it's going to take some time. Yeah. Um, so my next point uh, is that those beliefs, it starts with our beliefs, it starts with our thoughts and our mind. We know that our thoughts bring us what we call life or death. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with this idea, it's that if the thoughts control our health, you know, what's good for us or what's bad for us, eventually the things that we think are going to either bring us bad things like sin, which lead us to death, or it's going to bring us good things, uh, which lead to blessings, which lead to life, <laughs> which lead to eternity in heaven. So um, how can you identify those things in your life that are either good and bringing you life or bad and bringing you death? Wow. Um, that's, it's, it's, it's kind of broad, right? I guess that, that question for me is broader, so I'm having to process it. But I think the first way is the foundation of what's transpiring in that circumstance. Like, is this a found, is this something that the Lord would want me doing? Is this, is this something that the Lord would desire? Is this something that is pleasing to him? Like for me, that, that's how I would kind of process it from the beginning um, because ultimately he is my compass for, for life, right? The Lord is my compass right. for life. And for those who believe it in Jesus Christ, he is our compass. And so that him being our compass, he's the one who's going to allow or help us to filter out the rights and the wrongs, you know, the, the sin and the not sin, those kind of things in our life, the life and death. Um, and so if it's, if it's based off of his word, then I would say, continue to seek him, continue to proceed but if you're feeling like mm, I don't know like and, you know it, <laughs> because like the Lord has given us all like we all have a conscious right and so we a lot of times we're not allowing our conscious to be known to others but it's known to us so we have an internal like right and wrong clock happening on our in, on the inside of our heart. So we're feeling guilty about something or we're feeling like a little ashamed or a little something like that. It's something is is there for us to evaluate it and to really weigh it off of the truth. Like, is it coming from the truth of who God says we are or is it not coming from the truth? You know, that's I think that's a good starting point. 
Yeah, so the conscience. So that, that Holy Spirit conviction is what we call it, <laughs> our mm-hmm. conscience. Um, I remember someone had brought up a good point, and I cannot remember who, but they were saying, and this goes back to our last point about when you first feel something that's usually from the Holy Spirit, that's usually that conviction if it's wrong. Um, but if it's something where the enemy is trying to attack your mind and make you feel guilty about things from the past, then that's a little different. That isn't the conviction at this point. That is what we call, um, I'm forgetting the word, but it also starts with a C. Um, it'll come back to me. But <laughs> while that is processing in my mind, there is another good point that you brought up, um, that usually it is our conscience. But for the people who are so used to doing whatever this unhealthy thing is, maybe your conscience is quiet. <laughs> maybe by this point you silence that voice and you're like, I don't know, everything looks the same to me at this point. Then we would measure by what we call the fruit of the spirit. So as I'm sure you're familiar with, we have peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, kindness, all these different fruits of the spirit. I didn't name them all, but we have all these different fruits of the spirit. And so you can say, um, are these things, is the thing that I'm doing or the thing that I'm thinking bringing me these things? Is it bringing me peace? That's always usually a good indicator. (laughs) Um, Not everything you do in life that is good is going to bring you peace. And so we'll get into that in a moment, but usually it will. (laughs) And so (laughs) if you you have a situation, for example, um, we have to differentiate between is this something that I need or something that I want? And then you can go from there. So for example, most of us have to make money because we want to (laughs) live. We have jobs. So you don't, like most people, no one feels great about waking up at five in the morning, six in the morning to go to work. You probably don't have peace about that. Now let's use this as an example. Is this healthy? So we would say, uh, what, fruit of the spirit is this bringing you now when you weigh your options and you say go to work make money support my family versus don't go to work (laughs) don't make money (laughs) don't support my family the peace you get from that paycheck is probably a little bit better than the peace you would feel from being homeless so we can think of it that way most (laughs) definitely most definitely so um in that regard, that is something that we would need to do. Um, not everyone would need to do that, for example, go to work, but that's just an example that's a little more relatable to everyone. Um, I'm sure you can think of another example of how we could test with the fruit of the spirit. Um, is this bringing me joy? Is this uh, something, am I being patient? Um, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I I like how you said that the testing, if it's the fruit of the spirit, that's like the what's coming forward. Right. And you also mentioned, well, not everything that we are doing is going to necessarily bring us peace, but it is still right. Right. Like, and for me, like, to me, I think that's the part of us being called to, to be the light of the world. Right. We have to go into dark places. Sometimes you have to go in dark places, meaning difficult places, places where people may not, where people may reject us, right? But we are there to be the light. And so a lot of times when you are presenting light to people who may not be, you know, really receptive, you're going to feel nervous. You're going to feel afraid. You're going to feel these different things, but that doesn't mean that you're not, that you're doing something wrong. You know, like if God, 
called you to go share your testimony or share your story or, or preach the gospel to someone or even say, Jesus loves you, you know, like, you're going to feel a little bit like, oh, boy, I don't know. <laughs> or I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, are you sure about this? But in his word, he says to go ye forth throughout the whole earth, right? Preaching the gospel, right? And so we know that that is something that is healthy for us to do. One, because the health in that situation is not just our physical body, right? But it's actually our spirit, man, that's growing and becoming stronger and is maturing. And so that state of health is what God wants for us ultimately, because eventually this body is going to go bye-bye and our spirit is going to have to be strong and, and mature in the Lord, so... Yeah, that's such a good point, um, because what you train your body for um, through your thinking, uh, through the spirit, you can actually build up a tolerance for. Um, so I know you guys have probably heard of those weirdos who let snakes bite them so they can build up a tolerance to venom. It's like that, but in the spirit and not with venom, but with good things. <laughs> So uh, just like you said, um, we, uh, part of being healthy is just set little goals for yourself. Um, like you said, if you want to speak to people, you want to be an evangelist and do things like that, or just give your testimony, you start small, uh, you make reasonable goals for yourself. And over time, you build up in the spirit. And so you build up a healthy habit. So things that you might not have done a year ago, you're doing now, like, for example, this podcast, I definitely would not have thought of myself as doing a podcast a year ago but I was built up in the spirit <laughs> and right. uh, who knows what will happen a year from now and um, it's it's like that uh, with good things and bad things so it's the same way with sin and that's why I say is it bringing you life or is it bringing you death so uh, with sin I'm sure an example would be uh, you might start off as a kid being like I like that candy but I don't think it's worth a whole dollar so I'm going to put it in my pocket and you justify in your mind stealing. Okay. So you get comfortable with it. You don't get caught. And then as you get older, it goes from candy to cars. <laughs> You're like, well, I don't <laughs> think this car should be this price. And you know, I've got a license. Why can't I drive it? Okay. And you see where it goes and it gets deeper and deeper. Okay. Then you get in trouble with the court and then they're like, okay, we're going to give you this sentence and that, and, da, 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 da. and then you're around the wrong crowds, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You see how it builds up because you build up that tolerance. So the things that might've been a red flag at first, uh, that conviction, that Holy Spirit conviction might've been like, whoa, stop, this is wrong. You kind of silence that voice over time. But in the same way, like Takia said, when you do good things, you strengthen that voice. So uh, someone who over years and years and years of, uh, work in the spirit um, and through their thoughts and through uh, uh, faithfulness and patience and things of the spirit by the time uh, let's say a year from now even a few weeks from now a few days from now you're doing things that you didn't think you would do before because your faith is built up exactly yeah I like how you said that eventually if you're getting stronger you're building your faith up in the spirit and so as you become ultimately like a heavy lifter <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> yeah yeah and I do hear the phrase a lot of uh, doing uh push-ups in proverbs because that's really where we build up our spirit not just in proverbs the whole bible of course but that's where that phrase comes from that's a part of our health um the things that we take in the things that we meditate on so that's another good point actually so what do you meditate on um you can start there think about those things that you're taking in because those are building you up or breaking you down 
and that's why we say how do we over how do we overcome that that bad health so that was another thing i wanted to get into um if you could think of your solution so how will we overcome um if you feel spiritually drained if you feel um mentally emotionally drained um if you feel weak in the body uh, what's one way that we can overcome that and get back to good health so now we know how to identify am i in that place what can we do about it yeah, like I've been I've been in some difficult places in in those times of like feeling weak or just like I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? And so <laughs> it's like those are real places, you know, those are real places in life. Um and we all go through them at different different points. And I I will I guess I'll start at the weakest place that I've been where it's just like I don't I don't want to do anything. And that place, although I'm saying I don't want to do anything, I'm still saying Lord help me you know, like, Lord, help me out of this place, help me out of this place. And I would say that's the starting point is just crying out for help. Because there are there are places inside our soul, inside our mind, there are just places inside of us that we are weakest at. And there are places that we're stronger at. And those weak areas, if, if you're trying to lift the bar that's 45 pounds, and you've never lifted a 45 pound bar, you just can't do it. You just can't get that's yourself right. out. You know, and so it like in those places where we just can't get ourselves out, you don't have a way to 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 do the work. So you ask the Lord for help. And in those places, the Lord has shown me that he's faithful. He sends people our way to help us when we least expect it, you know, or he may put it prompt us with a thought to to do something or he may, you know, stir our spirits with joy. And then in that joy, we find, you know, a strength to go forward with life, you know, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so sometimes joy just brings us to a place where we're strong enough to have hope and then go forward with proceeding to actually nourish ourselves with the things that are good. So I say at the basic level, it's just a place of like crying out for help, like in your thoughts, in your, in your life, in, in your words, you know, as you're going throughout your day, help me Lord. Right. And then in those places where you have a little bit more strength to go forward and to get yourself out of some places, um, the basics, the basic thing, right? Like taking in the word of God, like the word of God is so powerful um, to change our mind. And it literally says to renew our mind daily, right? And so we renew our mind daily with the word, with the truth, because we are literally eating on Jesus Christ. He is the living word. And so as we take that in, the word in itself is going to start working out the things that are impure, in our in our in our vessels and our soul and our spirit and it's going to take those things out and then put the purity of the lord inside of us um, which strengthens us in this life to be able to differentiate between the good and the bad you know and to kind of walk out that that truth of who we are in the lord and so taking the word and praying having a great discipline in that daily i really believe is like the foundation for us being able to continuously be healthy in this world because we're going to get fed a lot of craziness, but it's going to, it's like, it's like, it's like taking in fruits and vegetables, you know, it's like in order for your body to function and live long, you need to take in fruits and vegetables. So we're taking yeah. in the good nourishment daily, just like our body needs nourishment daily, our spirit and our soul needs nourishment daily. We can't go like weeks without reading the word. Um, so we have a good routine and like that basic foundation of prayer and reading, um, the Lord, we, we allow ourselves to like really come closer to the Lord and we draw closer to him 
so that he can bring forward all that he desires in our lives. So that that about that I would say that basic foundation is just like key. Trenches in the trench, in the trenches, in the trench, in the trench, in the trenches, in the trenches, in the trenches, in the trench, in the trench, in the trenches. Did you guys catch those jewels from the jewelkeeper <laughs> Takia? Did you catch them? She said it starts with our mind. So it's that mind of being able to say, I know I feel bad, but I need help. I'm going to call on God. So I'm not calling no one out, but I'm calling you, y'all out. You, some of y'all aren't calling on God. You acknowledge, you, we need to acknowledge. So uh, what do they say to people who are going through uh, addiction withdrawal, people who have to go to rehab? What's the first step in recovery? Admitting you have a problem. So many of us are walking in denial daily. I'm not tired. I have plenty of energy. I'm not hungry. I'm good. I don't, I don't need the word. I know the word. I read the whole Bible. <laughs> And I need the word every day. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It starts with our mind. It starts with our wow. mind. And um, it's so, yeah, go ahead. Oh, you can continue. Oh, I was just going to, I like what you just said because it reminded me of something that the Lord just kind of like has been teaching me and in, in terms of like how we're, when we are not calling on the Lord and why we are not calling on the Lord mm-hmm. sometimes. And one of the reasons that the Lord was showing me in that was like pride pride like literally robs us of asking for help because we think we can do it all and we don't need help and oh my gosh it's a shame to to ask someone for help and it makes me look weak you know but like when and and what you said about acknowledging the lord that acknowledgement is lord i can't do anything first of all without you okay like i can't even breathe without you like you literally are the breath in me so And when we acknowledge that we cannot do anything without Christ and that he is everything that we need and he is the one who does everything for us, in that place, we come to a place of humility to be able to receive all of these good things that the Lord wants us to receive. And so I love how you just said, like acknowledging the Lord, (laughs) it is so important. We got to acknowledge him daily because he says like, like lean not to your understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge me and I will direct your path, you know? And so he will get us onto a healthy path as we acknowledge him, which is perfect. Amen. Amen. <laughs> like you said, it is, a, it is a pride thing. I think a lot of us, um, you know, we're used to doing life. We're used to doing this life thing and being like, I got it. I'm a whole adult. Sometimes I, I don't feel like an adult. I don't feel like an adult. And I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) God has a way of showing us that we need him, uh, regardless of how far we get in life, uh, whatever possessions we get, that stuff can be gone like nothing. So uh, even when we're in the highest points in life or the mountaintop, we still give thanks to God. When we're in our lowest points, we give thanks to God because we know that it's really him who has brought us to that position. We can think like, oh, it's me. He used me, but it was him. And so right. uh, that it starts with our thinking. So like Takiya said, you acknowledge God. Um, it starts from that place of believing, okay, if I believe in the father, he can bring me through anything. This is the same God who raised Jesus, who died <laughs> on the cross and on the third day, right. he raised him. 
So surely I can get over depression. Surely I can get over my money problems. Surely I can find better friends, whatever the case may be. Surely God can do it. So it starts with your mind. And so, like I said, do your thoughts bring you life or do they bring you death? And it's not that um, when you're going through troubles, it's because it's your fault. Um, when we looked at the book of Job, we learned that um, when Job's friends visited him and they said, oh, you're doing so bad. This must be because of you. You sinned. You did something wrong. Something's not right. Well, we know that, you know, while we're on earth, that we're being tested this whole time. This is a big test. The enemy is going to throw stuff our way. Sometimes it's not our fault. You can be doing everything right. And it seems like nothing is going right for you. But God is testing you. He wants to see how you react. He wants to see uh, what you place your faith in, who you place your faith in. So sometimes it's not your situation. Like we always say, you can measure if something is good or bad by the fruit of it. Sometimes if something happens and it looks like um, this only happened because I didn't do it right, really look at the fruit of it. Really look at the whole situation and why things happen a certain way. Because um, I remember I was telling uh, you, Takia, um last week uh doing this podcast stuff i know this is a good thing but it's sometimes it's hard to get guests and um i'll have dates lined up and everything and like you told me same thing happens to you and you know sometimes the day comes and they're like oh i'm sorry i'm busy oh and i'm like <laughs> man this guest would have been so good to get on here i know they would have spoke the truth i know they would have really you know uh, uh said some things that would have been great and people could have really enjoyed it and just heard it in the spirit and they could have grew from it right And so you think to yourself, uh, when you have setbacks, uh, sometimes it's not you. It's not uh, that you're doing anything wrong. It's not that this isn't a good thing, but this is God testing you. He wants to see what you're able to do. So in my mind, this is another example. I already know this is what God's calling me to do. He wants me to do this podcast. So I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to say, oh, well, I didn't get to key on the show. I'm not going to do the episode. The people can find out how to heal by themselves. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still going to do the episode. I'm just going to find another way to do it. So it's, uh, and going back to the book of Job, um, when his friend said that to him, uh, that was Job's breaking point. Like, I really don't know what's going on, but they're telling me that it was because of something I did wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. The devil was just testing him or the devil was messing with him and God was testing him. And he allowed those things to happen so that uh, he could see uh, what Job placed his faith in. But God basically told him that and he repented and God restored what he had lost to full measure. And I think abundantly, uh, even more than full measure. And so um, back to health, uh, since it starts with our understanding, um, we want to make sure our understanding is in the right place. Yeah. And I, and I love, there was something you said that um, reminded me of um, how, you know, we are taught in this world that being independent is the better way. And coming into Christ, I had to unlearn that, you know, and part of becoming healthy is unlearning the ways of the world and learning the ways of God's kingdom, because God's kingdom is so opposite of this world. It's ridiculous, oh. isn't it? <laughs> And I remember like learning this. I'm like, oh my God, Lord, I've been doing life wrong. Like <laughs> this whole time. There's a reason why when we get saved, they say you are a babe in Christ. Yes, you are a baby. If you are a new Christian, you are a baby. Because <laughs> you don't know yes. that. 
No, it is so true because God's ways are so different than this world. It's amazing. It is. It amazes me. It is. It yeah. really is amazing. Um, there's so much to to learn. And honestly, this topic on health, we could go on all day because there are so many different um, things to know. But I think the most important thing um, when you think about your health, you think about where you are in life, even if you're feeling down and weak. And another thing that I was going to add that I forgot to say earlier um, I noticed that in the moments where I do feel strong, those are the moments that you're tempted to feel like, oh, I don't need God, I'm good, I'm just, I'm cool. Those are the moments he's still with you, he's still holding you, he's still supporting you, but you're just strong enough to where you don't feel like uh, you need that extra help, that extra push. But uh, going back to the example of how in my life, uh, when I got really, um, uh, what's the word when you're just not motivated at all? Like, I'm just going to sit here and forget everything else. <laughs> I was that. <laughs> and in those moments, God sent people to encourage me. People who, and it's funny the way God works, he shows you it's him because it'll be people who would have never otherwise talked to me or said these things to me. And they were like, you're doing great. You need to keep going because you're doing really good. And there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with the way you're doing things. You just need to keep moving forward. Um, so in, in those moments, uh, usually God will send you, um, people, he'll send you messages, even if it's not a physical person, like in front of you, we got YouTube now, if you're on YouTube, he'll probably send you a message through there, <laughs> Instagram, <laughs> yeah. social media. Um, and I know social media is another good example. It can be a bad thing, but it also can be a good thing depending on how it's used and, you know, what you're using it for, uh, where do you get your motivation from? Who do you look up to? And uh, that's another topic too. Uh, I don't know if you want to get into that, but like who, what the things we look up to in life are, are a big uh, indicator of our health too. Um, I know so many people who they fantasize about having money and being rich, but then when they get rich, they want to do the same things they did when they were in that uh, lower class of living. And it's not that having less money is bad, but it's the thinking. And so um the best way I can put this. There are people who, when they blow up, they still want to do good things. And it's like, we, yeah. we don't need to do that. <laughs> we don't need to. That's a part of our health. Um, you want to eat right. Even with less money, there are ways to eat right. Um, you want to uh, be a good person, have value, have um, moral, good character, uh, be good on your word. I know so many people who say one thing and do another. We want to stay good on our word. Um, so that's why in bringing up money, this is why you have so many people who have money, but they're not healthy. There are so many depressed, rich people. There are so many, um, people who are rich and are in rehab, um, people who contemplate suicide and things like that, because money's not fixing the problem. So what does fix the problem? Our thinking and what we put our faith in. Yeah. Yeah, there are so many good things you said there, like our thinking for sure. And, and what, what we're taking in, because you mentioned social media, uh, social media could be good or bad, <laughs> depending on what we're taking in. I mean, my Lord, I've had to be, I have to be on like so many social media fans, like, okay, Lord, I'm taking a break. This is, you know, it's just pulling me in the wrong direction. I'm taking a break. <laughs> so those are good. You know what I mean? Because we are like we're although we're here in a natural we are spiritual spiritual beings so we're taking in things in our eyes and our thoughts and our ears and you know in our in our environment so much um because you were talking about the influences of our or the people that we're around and who we socialize with and so all those things 
dictate our health. You know, all those things dictate how we're going to feel. And I know coming into Christ, um, when I first came into Christ, I had to start Xing off people from my life because one, they weren't good for me before Christ. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, they were good for me before they Christ. Really ain't good so, now. <laughs> they really ain't good now. And so, like, because I was already weak, as you said, we were babies coming into Christ. I was weak coming into Christ. And I couldn't stand up. I could, it's like I would get nourishment and then I will be around those people. And then all of a sudden the nourishment is taken from me, you know what I mean? Or, you know, or I'm like shaking or something. And so the Lord wanted to literally build me on a solid foundation. And so there are times when God will like bring us away from certain people while he's building us until we become strong enough to be able to stand in the midst of difficult circumstances and not fall, you know? So it's not a matter of like trying to put ourselves in a bubble either, because we also need to show forth who Christ is. And Christ was around many different types of people. But there are certain times when he wants us to be and when he doesn't want us to be. And if typically, if you find, or the, whoever's watching this, if, if you find that you are falling a lot, falling or stumbling or getting into situations that you shouldn't be because of who you're around, that's an indicator that you're not strong enough to still be the light in the midst of that situation. So in that situation, you may want to consider backing away and allowing the Lord to build you up so that you will still remain in who you are in Christ, despite, you know, who you're around. And so, yeah, our environment, social media, those are influences that we are oftentimes like changed and molded by that we have to consider and, and really understand if that is like benefiting our health or not, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I would like to leave one more point before we go ahead and do the conclusion. And it's just uh, back to what Vicky was saying. Uh, being being a baby in Christ, um, you start off in a place where you're at the beginning. You're going to learn so much. Um, so with that being said, as you grow, and I'm finding this too, um, you see that there are not different rankings. But there are different mindsets and different beliefs um, within the faith. And so it's important to remain in Christ. And like Takiya said, it's not isolating yourself, but it's uh, having a solid foundation on Christ. Uh, but the things that aren't of God, uh, get rid of. <laughs> so it's important to stay in his word, right? Um, I know there was one good example that I was shown today. Um, we know that with the Lord, uh, we're called for every work that we do, do it to the best of our ability as if we're doing it for the Lord. Um, so a uh, few good examples. Uh, one, I work in customer service. So as many of you know, no one likes customer service. Uh, they don't like calling them. They don't like the environment. And <laughs> I can understand that <laughs> because usually when someone's talking to customer service, it's because they have a problem. So it's never a pleasant time. But, you know, with me being who I am in Christ, um, I would try to make it as pleasant as possible for the uh, customer. We call them athletes. So I was like, what is the word? Customer. <laughs> um, so that is a good example. But I know, uh, you know, when you lose that peace, you lose that patience, those fruits of the spirit, it starts with the mind. So what are you thinking? Um, I hate this job. These people, you know, are horrible. Um, I hope this man doesn't get his refund. Like, you know, those are not healthy, life-giving things. <laughs> we want to be thinking <laughs> healthy, life-giving things. Like, I know this person might be going through something. 
um, you know, maybe this comment, maybe this me helping them or reshipping that package or whatever could change their day. Um, you know, this is uh, one thing that I'm sure they weren't excited about today. Let me call these people. Let me make it as easy as possible for them. And then you receive uh, the the goodness from that back, the fruit of that back. So usually when you're uh, doing the right thing, you get good reactions and good responses. And I have gotten a lot of customers tell me, hey, I really wasn't expecting that. Usually customer service is trash. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I have to try not to laugh because the calls are being recorded. But um, <laughs> but I was like, okay, that's good. That's good to know. So I know I'm doing the right thing. Um, but another example that um, was given to me, someone was going to a party or uh, it was a wedding party or something like that. And the invitation said to dress um, semi-formal. So right underneath formal, not, not too fancy, but you know, got a little class, you know, a little casual. And they get to the party and then pretty much everyone's just straight casual, jeans, t-shirts, stuff like that. And then so the people who go there are like, I feel overdressed, this is awkward. And so the man says, don't feel awkward. You follow the rules. You did the right thing. These people are the weirdos. It said semi-formal, not casual. And That's as good. a Christian, these are the things that we will run into a lot of the time um, with people in general, but also with other Christians. Uh, sometimes uh, people have a way of making you feel because they're people at the end of the day, right? It's all about what we place our faith in. People can have a way of making you feel isolated in your own um, in your own uh, belief. And it's not that your belief is bad, but like I said, going back to that Bible verse, whatever you do, uh, whatever work you do, do it as if you were doing it for the Lord, right? So when it comes to someone says, hey, you show up to this party, I want you to dress this way. Well, it's your party. Sure, I'll do it. And, and that's just a small example, but I'm sure Takiya, you can think of some more examples of, of things like that in life where you felt like, what is going on? I thought that we, no, we're not doing, okay. And it makes you feel weird, um, but it's like that with our health. So uh, a good part of our health is having that solid foundation. So when you say to yourself, um, no, I know I did the right thing. It was these other people and whatever message they got and whoever they were following, I'm not going to worry about it. I just know I did the right thing. So God is proud of me. It's important to keep that mindset with you all throughout life, wherever you are at work, at school, um, or in the streets, wherever you are, <laughs> keep that mindset of whatever these people are doing. A big part of being healthy is keeping uh, God first, keeping uh, the fruit of the spirit with you. Yeah. Yeah. There are so... Everything you said was wonderful. <laughs> I like it because it's like, that is, that's like a key. That's a, that's a great example in terms of the fact of like us living for the Lord. And oftentimes we're not going to have a big following, you know, um, because it, it literally says, I believe in like the, the first book of John or, um, or it talks about like, if you love God, you know, the world is not going to like you, but if you, you know what I'm saying? But if you love the world, then you know what I mean? Then you're not a, really a friend of God, you know? And so there are times when we're going to be the only one in the party who's dressed and following the rules, you know? Yeah. But it's like, when you know that God loves you and he will keep you and protect you no matter what, it strengthens, you know, us to stand. And 
So I, I really would, would encourage someone in their journey of being healthy is to really grow in the love of God. Like, because in the end, it says it in, in the book of Corinthians, I don't know if it was the first one or the second one, but like, and maybe it's the second one where it talks about like tongues are going to pass away and prophecy is going to pass away. But the only thing that's going to remain is love, you know, that's and right. so really being healthy is loving ourselves, loving God first, but loving ourselves because God loves us. And in that state of love, when we have love at the foundation of everything we do, that means our mind is going to be healthy. You know, we're going to be eating healthy things because we're going to put healthy stuff in our body. We're going to be treating people right because of the fact that we love ourselves and we know what it means to be loved. We're going to be loving other people. And so we're going to just be walking in a state of health because really love is health. You know what I'm saying? And it's at the core of who God created us to be. We, we were created to be loved by God and because he loves us. And so um, love is really a, an express expression of, of our health. And I know like the times where I have not been healthy in love, I have not been healthy to other people. Like I have not been good. I have not been nice. I didn't want to forgive anybody, you know, but I was in a state where I was hurting. And so um, I think a good, good way in everything that I've kind of shared here is like love is, is a good foundation of overall health loving God, loving yourself, and loving others. I love that. Ooh, Takiya done wrapped up the episode. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, love, yes, love is the foundation. Uh, that is a wonderful point. Um, definitely, with everything you do, if it's in love, then you are doing the right thing. And it was another Bible verse. I can't remember where it came from, but it was saying that there is no such law against love. So you know you're doing the right yeah. thing if it's in love. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and also going back to the fruit of the spirit, uh, we can find in, I believe, 1 Corinthians, was it 13, 4 through something? About love. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we uh, find that definition of love. And what do you find yeah. there? Uh, patience. You find uh, kindness. These sound familiar. What is this? The fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Patience, kindness not bragging, not boasting. These sound familiar. (laughs) Just like Takiya said, love, love is a good foundation. Um, You can also look at the the spirit and check that. Uh, Are these things healthy? Uh, They're leaving you with a good thing. You are uh, reaping good things because you're sowing good things. And yes, this is healthy. So to wrap up our episode and to do our recap, healing starts with our understanding so what are the things that we're believing in our minds what are the things that we're taking in that is giving us a healthy outcome or a not healthy outcome uh we can identify those things by the fruit of the spirit um our beliefs uh is it bringing life or is it bringing death you can build up a tolerance to good things and work your way up in the holy spirit and do uh bigger things that you never thought god would even use you for but he is always working within you and he's always uh, uh, trying to move you forward, but not just forward, but higher. And in the same way, you can also build yourself up to be unhealthy and do, uh, lead yourself to death. Um, and that would be sin and uh, little things that we accept in our minds uh, that slowly start to become our actions and our outward appearance. So how do we overcome that bad health or bad thinking? We change our thoughts. We change the foundation. If it's not rooted in God, if it's not rooted in love, like Takiya said, it's not rooted in faith, then we can most likely say 
it is not a good thing. And we need right. to change that. Uh, we need to replace those uh, bad things with good things so that we can become healthy. And also just that being healthy is being in a loving state. You're loving yourself. Um, so if you love yourself, you can love others. And that goes back to part one where we spoke on being solitary, that state of giving. Um, I can't give what I don't have, right? So if I'm not in a loving state, I, I can't love you. And back right. to my example with my friend, uh, they were hurt. They were like, I'm sorry, I can't open up. I'm just, I'm done. People are trash, you know? And <laughs> it's okay to be in that place for a moment, but it only must be a moment. That moment looks different for each person, but we have to remember that God is calling us forward. So we have to get out of that place right. um, and move forward. And another good thing, Christians do not walk around like this all day. It's okay to be sad for a moment. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but just know that God is bringing you through it. He's teaching you. He's showing you. And in those moments where you feel your lowest, he's sending you people to encourage you. Um, he's going to send you messages. He's, he's always uh, looking out for his children. He loves you all. And he wants to see you all do better and get to a place of good health. Do you have anything else to add to Gina? I think that summed it up. That was great. I've enjoyed this. This has been really fun to talk about like health and love and just who the Lord is in our lives. So this has been a delight. Well, that is wonderful. Um, one more thing I want to add, you guys. Um, there is an artist, um, biblical lyricist. Uh, he has a wonderful new song out called God Woman for all my ladies out there. Uh, this song is just about remaining pure to, pure to marriage. Uh, who doesn't want to jam to that? That song is great. <laughs> so we will post the link to it in the description so you guys can check it out. Uh, but thank you for watching another episode of Jewels from the Trenches podcast. And we thank you for being here. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> trenches in the trench, in the trenches, in the trench, in the trench, in the trenches. Trenches in the trenches, in the trenches, in the trenches, in the trenches.